Hello, Educast listener. Here's a little something to listen to in your COVID-19 bunker. I also want to let you know about something a little different that may be coming down the feed at you. I'm a bit late to the party for dog days of quarantine, but I intend to be participating very soon. I'm not sure how the feed works for dog days. If this file got included, then welcome to Itchycast. This is one of our normally fed shows and will differ from the bites that I will be sending. Feel free to check it out, though the subject matter is three episodes from early season 10 of Supernatural and uh, maybe somewhat random for you. Regular listeners, the Dog Days minisodes I'll be sending along will be 99% unrelated to Supernatural, so feel free to listen or ignore them as you wish. I'll say more about Dog Days in the first of those minisodes, but on with this cluster. Hello and welcome back to Idgitcast. You are listening to a cluster episode for season 10. This podcast episode will be covering season 10, episode 5, fan fiction, season 10, episode 6, ask G's, and season 10, episode 7, girls, girls, girls. It's actually called Binge B. Oh, Binge <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not giving you a hard time. <laughs> Welcome back to Educast. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's what you sound like. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> no, I, I, have to, I have to get some effects effects on there and everything. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Nitro bunny, burning funny cars and fun in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You might have a career opportunity out there, Paul. I don't know about that. And we are also joined down in New Orleans by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And by our expert in New York, Bianca. Hello. Annie's under the weather. She's got some kind of uh, horrible crud. We're giving her a a nice rest. Seasonal bug. Uh, But you did hear her last week in, or last time in the Noob and Terry episode. Um, yeah, these are coming a little closer together. I'm not going to comment on exactly which holiday we were discussing the upcomingness of for me to attempt to look like Thor in uh, in that first episode. Wow! <laughs> but <laughs> these recordings are going to come closer together now. They already have. You've got this. Yes, we're we're on this. Um. But we are going to go into uh, into binge B here. We did binge A so long ago. We all were wondering how the heck we did it in the first place. Um, but uh, let's let's just uh, move on. Uh, so basically, what we did last time was we did a little bit of a. This was the one where, and then we did a little bit of summarizing to just to the point where it made conversation happen. And then I think we did who win, who wins, who loses, and ratings. Um, yeah. And moved on to the next thing. And uh, one thing that we, I can't remember if we actually committed to and actually did, but at the end of the episode, we need to do a predictions where the newbies say where they think things are going next. That's right. So that's the plan in general, what you're about to hear. And uh, starting out with episode, uh, we'll, we'll start out with the one we did for the Noob and Terry 4 because we had a, a, a bit of a boo-boo and a bit of a lost three quarters of an episode. Um, so we're going to include that one here. Fan fiction is the one where... Oh, this is the one with the school play. It sure is. This also known as the 200th episode. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but basically this is uh, something is attacking people who want to stop the school play from happening for one reason or another, whether it be uh, there's just too much drama in the drama or uh, I don't like the direction this is going. I'm, we're going to stop the production. And anytime someone says that, uh, 
they disappear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drama. It's true. And, uh, it was a good one. Yeah, and that was, that was enough to get the boys there. And uh, they discover, oh my God, it's Supernatural the Musical. Based on the works of Carver Edlund, a.k.a. Chuck. Surely. Like, is that us on stage? <laughs> Uh, well, basically, the whole thing, you know, it, it, it's it's a it's a uh, faithful girls' school adaptation of uh, of the plot of the uh, the show as we know it up through Swan Song, and uh, she wrote a different ending on it. And Dean tried to explain, well, you know, here's what happened over the next few seasons, and here's, yeah, here's, he here's what happened over the next few books. Is, and <laughs> we went to purgatory, and we lost Bobby, and then there were Leviathans, and then this other thing, and she's like. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, you fool. <laughs> they, they, went, they went to purgatory after the Leviathans. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, um, actually. <laughs> are, you, are you saying something there, sir? No, I'm not saying anything. He told the whole thing, and she was like, that's crap. Which oh. is just an awesome comment. Because uh, as we discussed in the last recording... Um, Former friend of the show, Heidi, was a faithful commenter and follower and watcher of uh, Supernatural and this humble podcast. But she's one of those people who's like, nope, Supernatural stops at season five. So all of those things, if we had said it to Heidi, maybe she would have had the same response as this little playwright. Uh, so, well, I guess we can, we can talk about the, 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 the monster of the week and, uh, and then move on to our, uh, unless there's any, any other points that come up as we're talking about it. It, it, sounds, it feels incredibly brief after doing three quarters of an episode last time, but <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's there okay. are lots of like fan tidbits yeah. in there. Yeah. There's, um, uh, those, 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 those brothers seem awfully close together. Maybe, maybe we can move them, move them apart a little bit. You do know they're brothers, right? And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And Sam is like, like Sastiel, <laughs> like, <laughs> like De, you know, de, de, I, shouldn't it be D-Steel? Yeah. Um, he questions the ship names. The Samulet is brought up. And they're like, excuse me, did you say Samulet? And we a, got... They have a BM. Into, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a brotherly moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was also trivia that uh, actual, I almost said actual Dean Winchester. <laughs> uh, Jensen Ackles said he kept getting hit in the tooth with the bronze prop of the Samulet. Right. And it like chipped his tooth or something. So he was like, I don't want to keep wearing this. So he stopped wearing it on the show. And there's like a little moment that references that in this episode because it was very meaningful to lots of fans since it's a big brother moment in dark side of the moon which is like a sad bro episode yes but we find out that an amulet is not the only thing that means dean loves his brother so faithful samulet people here was your moment they still love each other and they they get to keep the uh, replica Samulet that's in the uh, that was from the play. Yeah. And they put it in their car. Dean puts it in their car. We'll see if it continues to be there from now on. Very sweet. Continuity. On the road so far, <laughs> we are yeah, in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and there are there are songs. The music is very good. Available on Spotify if you want to listen to it. Oh yeah, Annie gave yeah. us the link. Um, I think it's like four ninety nine for three songs or something. Um, so our villain was Calliope, right? The goddess. <laughs> the yeah, the muse or god. The muse. Okay. Yeah. I- Fun fact: the little girl who I just bought Girl Scout cookies from is named Calliope. Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. That's neat. That's good. That's oh, a cute funny. little girl. Yeah. So Calliope is the is the big bad. They defeat her. Uh, there's a scarecrow involved. There's a prop scarecrow, scarecrow very involved. Scary. <laughs> oh, it was uh, it was happily bloodless. Uh, the Calliope was not killing anybody, although eventually would have eaten the playwright. Yeah, but, but she needed to. But all the people that all the people that she attacked were just uh, disappeared to another 
another room of the school and locked away and not uh, not killed. Oh yeah, because I brought up that fun fact that this episode is one of like I think three in the whole show's run up to this point where the only entity that dies is the monster of the week. Yeah, and like no humans. Wholesome. Um, but also Chuck. Chuck appears. Sees the show and right at the Chuck end. Appears. Paul had like some deep theory about Chuck's Chuckness on the show. Yes, and yes. There was. There's. He's the author, and Kripke was the author, and Kripke was the god of the show. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I don't even remember what you said, but I remember <laughs> it was like deep at the time. <laughs> Figured I'd toss that over there to be like, uh, what did you say? Okay. So, anyways, um, so do we want to pick a? Unless there's other other comments about the episode, do we want to pick a a winner? Um. Oh, we picked winners last time. I can tell you. Who. Oh, good. Oh, good. Because we, we lost the recording, but there is a record. So, um. I said that Marie was the winner since we are not limited to Dean and Sam this time around. Marie is um, the playwright? Our playwright. Our playwright. Um, yeah. Played by the little girl who I guess is like a teenager who is now the most recent lead in the most recent Conjuring movie, which I've seen <laughs> all the Conjuring films. I see. So I guess she must be a Canadian actress. Um, let's see. Paul agreed with me. Marie was the winner. Yes. I've got... Darcy coming in with Dean as the winner. Because she wanted to. And Bianca and Annie both had the controversial opinion that Supernatural is the winner. So, <laughs> yeah, the fans. <laughs> yeah, the fans are the winners. because So when nobody yeah. wins, it's a tie. So <laughs> it's a tie, right. Everybody wins. We all win. And no one wins. Excellent. So we because did if- cut off right before we gave ratings though last really? time so i don't have those oh really okay yeah. uh well newbies you go first oh dear <laughs> that's easy for me i really loved it i thought it was super fun i loved watching it with all of you i have no complaints i thought it was super fun and entertaining so i'm going to give it 10 out of 10 scarecrows that needed to Whoa. go uh, yeah it was great i really liked it i really i mean they were writing it for the fans, and I suppose we're the fans. We're as close yeah, as you're I getting. Mean, yeah, you no. picked up on like some season one stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Paul. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I'll also give it a, a ten out of ten. I'll give it ten out of ten. Um, forgotten bits of sheeting. Because <laughs> <laughs> the for the first two rows will get wet, <laughs> and there was oh, actually cheating right. there. Yeah, but nobody used it besides one person. Yeah, I will give it ten single man tears. <laughs> so maybe ten ten bros crying, one single tear. Okay. All right. Um, so it can still be a single man tear. <laughs> And uh, I guess I, I can't, can't break the, the, the stride, so I'll go uh, 10 out of 10 Samulets. That's good. That's good. It's better Very than BM. nice. Better than 10 out of 10 BMs. And let's be real, y'all. Annie is going to give it a 10, so why play around? That's um, right. That's right. <laughs> we'll going to give it a 10 out of 10. I think our highest rated ever. Um, it was pretty good. I think unanimous 10s has, has not quite happened. I'm looking. Oh, wait. Uh, LARP Girl got unanimous oh, 10s. Oh, yeah, okay. that one deserved it, too. LARP yeah. Girl. Yeah, uh, LARP and the Real Girl. Eight? Okay, let's see. Let's oh, is that the other. first Charlie episode? No, it's another Charlie. It's the Charlie episode with the, with the LARPing. Yeah. They go At the Ren Fair? Yeah. It's a LARPing LARPing group. I'm going back through our... Oh, we've got a 9.8 for... What is this one? Time After Time. Who ruined that? Me? It <laughs> was... Time After Time? What the hell is that? Yeah, that's that a, Oh, is that when Henry comes super back? Super old. Season yeah, 7? it's a time travel. It is a time travel. I think... Well, no, Bianca think, gave it a 9. Is it the oh, one that... Oh, shit. <laughs> is, it, is it the one with Logan in it? Logan? Who's 
Logan. Yeah, Logan from Veronica Mars. He was the he was Kronos. Oh, oh, he was Kronos. Yeah. I'm like Uh, Jackman. Ten from everybody on the girl with the Dungeons and Dragons tattoo, season seven. That's also Charlie. That might have that was Charlie for sure. That's the first Charlie, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, that's the first Charlie. I've been going up backwards. Yes, yes. I apologize. Let's see. Um, I think that might be uh we got a nine point seven five for changing channels. Pretty high. Well yeah. that was a good one yep. too. That one is yeah, that was one. the episode that I was thinking must have been high. And I think that is do 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 must have been high? Somebody that's it. Yeah, everything else is gonna be lower than nine and a half, so but still, we've had a lot of highs. Yes. What is? Let's see. What is this? Nine point five eight here for the monster at the end of this book. Who's that one? That one. Season three. That, yeah, that's a Chuck. That's a Chuck episode, is it, right? Is it? Isn't it? Isn't it about Carver Edlin writing all this stuff? Uh, Must be. Or like when they find out that their life has been a book. You know, there's like novelization of their lives. Perhaps. Anyway, this <laughs> was okay, a yes. Anyway, we yeah, woo, ten out of ten. We've had some Huzzah. other ones, but yay, this is one of them. All right. Um. So yeah, for more detailed reactions, please refer to our new pantry. Indeed, <laughs> we had things to say. <laughs> All right. So next up, if that. So if, if we're all satisfied with the I musical, satisfied. all right. Next yeah. up is uh, episode ten, episode six, season ten six, uh, episode six of season ten, <laughs> called Ask Jeeves, which is one of them. Uh, this is the Bobo Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Bobo? <laughs> it's like the faux Knives Out. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't know what Knives Out was, but they wanted to be it. They hadn't made Knives Out yet. This is like the sad, like dollar store imitation. Like when you have to, when you want pine salt, but you have to buy pine doll or something. <laughs> oh no, Mr. Pib. <laughs> <laughs> Has Dr. everyone Thunder? seen Knives Out? We have not. No, we haven't. Oh, no. oh my God, you have to see it. It's so good. We okay. see so few movies. It yeah. pretty much uh, it pretty much has to have uh, a Star War or a uh, I don't know. We, I guess we saw the. Uh, I went to see Cats. We saw the next Jumanji. The oh my god! <laughs> I loved it. Okay, you should hate me. I liked it too. I, I mean, Iris and I, Iris and Darcy went through that together. While Fox and I didn't didn't. What did we do? You guys went to see Star Wars. Oh, we went to see Star Wars again because. Well, well, it was again for Fox and the first time first for time me. First time for you because you had the stomach flu. But anyway. Yeah, that was nasty. That was. Yeah, I do want to see Cats, but, you know. You know? I think it's, it's... I don't even know if it's still around anymore in theaters. Probably not. Uh, and, um, I, I, and what happened is that I think that had they not uh, over... I don't know. They, they did too much... Um, trying to fix it and you know make it look more like cats uh-huh. that i think that those were the parts that didn't work because there was one part that they did not mess with it was it's it was something that has heavy tap dancing in it oh, okay yeah. and they couldn't mess with it because the timing <laughs> would be, all be off right yeah sure. so and that was amazing hmm. so they should have just left it so they were trying to fix what costumes, or they were trying to fix the look. Well, trying or? to fix the look as well as like because well, all, all the cats weird... had fingers. I, yeah, I well, of course they did because in the Broadway musical they all had fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's, I think some of the parts that people had problems with were th- they they would have had problems with the Broadway musical if they had ever seen it. Exactly, I thought that too. But it was also just a lot of the camera work was weird. And the after effects. I, were I definitely weird. want to see it, but I just don't think I have the the big screen chance to do so anymore. Hey, guess what? Um, we are yeah, still good at tangenting. Out. Well, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, had to get, I was get that out. I was working on it. I was going to say, Knives Out is a murder mystery, just kind of like how this episode is a murder mystery. 
Um, oh, it's like about a family who has a lot of money and they're like in a mansion and it's very much like that genre. Yeah, it's a whodunit. Yes. And it's and it's 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 cluey in some ways, especially in the way that they keep finding clue weapons. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Iris was watching with us and she's like, Oh, they still don't have the candlestick. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't they weren't all used as weapons, but they were all there. They were. I that yeah, was because he finds the rope. <laughs> and the lead pipe. The lead pipe, yeah. the wrench, the Yeah, the wrench, he was holding the wrench. There was even the old fashioned the knife. Old-fashioned wrench was with that all angles of them? on it. And... I can't remember. So, that was clever. Yes. Clue is um, one of my all-time favorite movies, period. So, so this is this is uh, one where, where Bobby was left something by an old woman, and Sam and Dean go to claim the inheritance. But in the meantime, people keep getting killed, and one person gets killed, and a witness says, it had to be a ghost. It was the dead person. Yeah, um, which is funny because, like, you know that there is going to be, like, a weird ploy to get the Winchesters involved if you don't realize that, oh, yeah, there's, like, a, a whodunit. There, there, are, there are two, <laughs> yeah, there are two levels where it's, you know, they're there because of Bobby and then also <laughs> there might be a case here. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we got the, the classic setup of, like disgruntled wealthy people all in one room <laughs> ah, which i suppose you're all wondering why funny. i called you here today <laughs> yeah. did, that didn't actually happen but <laughs> yeah did you guys um did you call what was going to happen like, uh the shifter I, th- I called the you shifter called the shifter before early. the skin came up yeah 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 Yvette, what about you i definitely i didn't think i was more focused on what Bobby would have been left by this old woman. I thought it was going to be some weird twist where she was like a member of the, I can't even remember the name of the Men of letters. People. Yes. I thought she was going to be like one of them and like they were going to get left the house or something. Ooh. Um, like the key, the, the pendant key was going to unlock something behind that door that was more significant. Not yeah, exactly. Like not just like some random like made turn. Like, here's the secret attic where my secret shifter child lived. You know life. that <laughs> attic reminded me of the storeroom at my grandfather's funeral home. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so on the creepy side, yeah. <laughs> Totes like old dolls and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess I just spoiled it. The inheritance <laughs> is a pendant that's actually a secret key that opens a hidden door to an attic where, turns out, the woman who died had a secret daughter who was a shifter. And not only is it a pendant, it is a cheap pendant. Well, sure. Yeah. Because it had a key built into it. That, that was the, the point was the key. I know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, it turns out that uh, Bobby basically was hunting the shifter... And then when it the, turned out the daughter was also a shifter, was about to do her in as well, but the the mother pleaded, pleaded, and pleaded until mm-hmm. finally he said, okay, I won't kill her, but you have to lock her up all the time forever. Basically. That's why she was locked away. And that's why uh, Bobby was coming, was to unlock her. That's, yeah, that's why Bobby got given the key to the door that was locking up the daughter. Do I smell brownies in Duluth? <laughs> Why, yes, you do. <laughs> I'm not sure if you smell them or hear them, but yeah. Same thing, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Time has come. Um, so, where do we leave off here? Uh, well, so we've, we've got the reveal of the daughter slash maid, and she's, uh, she's finally got time to, to run around and cackle at the boys, I guess. As yeah. they uh, as they try desperately to find proper silver in a house full of cheap uh, knockoff silver, and yeah, that was fun. Did you all see that that was coming? <laughs> that like the silver was wasn't real silver, stainless. Because <laughs> I I was like, wait, isn't the silver fake? And then I couldn't remember if that was true or not. The silver um, tastes I was, different. I was thinking about knives out too Did much. You know that? <laughs> 
<laughs> silver tastes different? It does. So if you're eating off silver, you can tell? Yes. Oh, how fancy. Interesting. Hmm. But they do hunt her down eventually. Sam's, uh, you know, got her in his sights. It isn't shooting. And she's gloating about the, the lack of silver bullets when Dean comes up behind her and, and puts one in her. Uh, then, more than one. And then after she falls down, puts uh, six or seven more. Well, he was just being efficient. To make sure. To make sure. Sam's wondering whether that's leftover Mark of Cain demon stuff. Double Dean tap. says, D- Dean says, yeah, it was a, a septuple tap. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was his first kill in a while, and he wanted to, you know, make sure. Make sure. <laughs> uh, maybe he saw John Wick and was like, I just really got to, I really got to take care of this. <laughs> uh, was John Wick out at the time of this episode? I, it feels like it might have been. <laughs> I don't know. I. What year are we in? Okay, okay. Oh, we're in 20, 2014. Okay. In this episode, when it aired yes. in the world, yes, it was November 2014. But it's unclear as to what year it actually is in the world of Supernatural because they've done so many time jumps and things. Oh, yeah, yeah it's hard between yeah. seasons. When you go between the seasons and say, oh, a year has passed, then uh, mm-hmm. who knows what time it is. Yeah. What year is it? Um, so, yeah, they're on, like, the brink of having a meaningful conversation in the car. <laughs> Dean is like, well, he starts to kind of explain it. And he's like, never mind, bro. I'm going to put this Bob Seger on. And we lose that. We lose that moment. It slipped right through our fingers like sand. So, uh, maybe someone wins this episode. Um, out of all of everybody. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't think anybody does. Because even the family themselves lose. They were really <laughs> smarmy. They were already kind of lose losey to begin with. Yeah. Right? You know, it's not like they gained anything. Yeah. They, uh, and then they, I mean, were largely stereotypical... Yeah, rich people. Yeah, how how can we ever thank you? Just forget we ever were here, because I know we'll forget you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was ice cold. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Yeah, I mean the way the the characters were written was like a bit much, like the extremely thirsty older women. Yeah, really. (laughs) Like if like okay, if there are a couple well placed jokes. Sure, sure. but, but. <laughs> they, they, did, they did thirsty older woman much better in Red Sky at Night. Yeah, is that the one with the boat? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny because I was morning, thinking whatever like, it was called, but yeah, hasn't this happened already? Because that was also in New England. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, I did laugh. Um, there was one part where she's like, oh, we have about 10 minutes until the detective interviews me. And I bet a young buck like you could do, do a, a lot, lot in 10, 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's funny because many of us have wanted to climb Sam Winchester like a tree. So I was like, yeah, I'll give you that one, Supernatural writers. But uh, then it just kept going, which was a little tiresome. So we may be with a no winners tie where we, where we all uh, unanimously agree there are no winners. Yeah, nobody wins. Uh, yeah, I think definitely nobody wins in this one. Uh, how would you all rate it? Uh, after thinking about it for a while and figuring out a rating system. That's how I would rate it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. okay. Well, that was all right. I, I'll Solid go. Reader, I'll go. Well, I'll go. I'm going to give it... Um, Seven out of ten um, ropes in the conservatory. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yvette, what do you think? I thought it was fine. Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten shifty maids. (laughs) What was that? That shit was like devious maids or something. Oh, (laughs) yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. It was all right. It was. It was. You know, as a supernatural episode goes, or as as the genre it was going for, it 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 touched points, but it wasn't great. Uh, Six point five out of ten puddles of Butler. 
Um, I am uh, gonna also give it a seven. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten knives, and that is a whole extra point because I saw knives out twice recently and I got an extra kick out of this episode um, after having just seen a movie in a similar genre um, that you know they're both definitely sort of of the same vein of the same kind but one is way more quality than the other so yes <laughs> uh, it was it was just fun and any listeners who have seen Knives Out know exactly what I'm talking about you know if you haven't gone back to rewatch this episode and you kind of just listen to us discuss them this is a fun one worth watching again if you've just seen Knives Out and really enjoyed it they're both of the same vein and this one's bleeding out of it I don't even know what that means that, that was, means nothing <laughs> that was a dad joke <laughs> All right, so that gives this one a 6.75. Okay. And that, so, I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Which tonight brings us around to Season 10, Episode 7, Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah, this is quite the peculiar one, no? Uh, this is the one with Crowley's mom. Apparently. Apparently. That's true. <laughs> Apparently so. Seems Witches? to be saying so. Sex workers, yeah, demons, yeah. Uh, this, yeah, it was it was quite the thing, for, right from the opening scene, when <laughs> basically the dialogue is like, "Hey, slut, get back here! Never mind, crack!" And he breaks her neck. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> you are just gonna." completely do that right now right out the gate huh gotta, gotta yeah. make sure he's unsympathetic uh. <laughs> yeah um it it worked i had trouble like following this one like so the ladies were being pimped out by a demon and the demon was getting people to sign over souls and then the witch comes in and saves them yeah. And they go to a restaurant. Well, she was going to make a coven with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was trying to build her own coven because she mentions, like, oh, I've been a magic practitioner for a really long time, but my ways are frowned upon by, like, the governing board. So I to have speak. some exposition to tell you. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I couldn't tell if she was sincere about forming a new coven or if that exposition was just getting us to the point where she was able to use the girls to, to uh, you know, get away and move along. I guess along. she probably really didn't want a coven. She said she did, but she didn't mean it. I mean, it seems like, especially since we know she's real old, if she's Crowley's mom, it seems like she would have yeah. gathered a coven together by this point in her life. I mean, they did say that the the spell that she did was only known by one person, and that was the original originator of the spell, and that was a long time ago. So I mean, they they did set up that. Oh, is it cutting time? Is it brownie cutting time? Oh my god, we almost got taken out by two children. Knives out in there now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough for everybody. I know he's gonna cut a gigantic piece. Well, if he he's gonna cut a gigantic piece, then you get a gigantic piece as well. When I get to what? Make it a similarly gigantic piece for yourself and turn off the timer. Fox, be respectful. And reasonable. Remember this is the, yeah, reasonable. This is for, for a family of four here and um A quarter of it is not yours right this second. Okay. We'll see how that goes. I mean, yeah, it's best cut in nine. It's like sixteen is a little bit small. Nine is that isn't gonna happen though. So. No. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Sorry guys. Uh meanwhile also uh Cass is back, uh still working with Hannah, uh gathering up other angels. Which isn't really the point of this particular episode, but they—that's what they're apparently doing. Yeah, that was a little weird for me. She's apparently uh, already uh, wondering about. <laughs> Quiet. 
I don't know if the brownie bickering is audible, but <laughs> there was brownie bickering. <clears throat> I mean, I could hear some. Murmur, 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 murmur. Yeah, that's what's going on. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. Um, you cast in Hannah. Uh, Hannah's apparently uh, starting to you know question her existence in the uh, down on Earth somehow. Because before before the uh, instigating thing that happens to her, she gets takes her all her clothes off and wonders whether Cass is going to be bothered or disturbed or reacted in some way. I don't know. It was weird. But shortly after that, uh, as she's trying to check out at the hotel, her vessel's husband confronts her mm-hmm. and she has to pretend to love Cass in order to get away for a little bit saying, Oh yes, I left you for him. But then she changes her mind. Did we lose everybody? I'm here. Okay, oh, good. Good, good. Oh, good, good, no, good. I was just muted cause I was eating a cracker. <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs> Um, I said yes I agree that that part was very weird like why did we have this whole detour well, maybe they're going somewhere in her it. character yeah well I mean I don't know I mean it, I assume that she's going to come back at some point well not in that vessel because she went yeah home. I know I know that's why I'm thinking like basically it's the same reason that Doctor Who regenerates the, oh, the, yeah. sorry the Doctor regenerates on Doctor Who because okay, this this uh, this cast member is done. We still have more stories to tell with this character, so we'll just uh, get another one. Get another one. It's like a dog. You just keep buying another dog. Because it worked so well for <laughs> Ruby. Because it worked so well for Ruby. Yeah. Uh, which you know I didn't think so, but okay. Anyways, we'll keep Katie yeah. Cassidy around longer. Could have been better. Anyways. Uh, uh, but that uh, I mean, just just to sum up, because we basically went through her whole progression, discovering the uh, the vessel's husband, and then ending up deciding to uh, to leave the vessel. Gets uh, Cass searching up Jimmy's records. Jimmy Novak, and uh, he's been blown up and fell apart in a lake, and so so many things, so many times. Is he still Jimmy in there somewhere? Does that stick with his uh, his reconstituted many times vessel? Well, he's been with us for seven seasons now, right? Yeah. Was he season three? He was, uh, no, he was season four. Season four, okay. Yeah. So what do you all think? If it's been like six years? Yeah, I don't know. I think that that, that vessel's pretty used to it. I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering the... Uh, the metaphysics of the the vessel gets blown up and reconstituted, and it's still Jimmy, but then gets uh, you know dissolved in a lake full of leviathans. I don't think, and then comes back. I don't think that there's yeah no. You don't think there's any Jimmy left in there? Is the Washington's axe still Washington's axe? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that that you as for newbie predictions. This can be your first newbie prediction. There you go. What do you think the deal is with Cass and Jimmy Novak? I, or, I, like, I imagine, status of vessel, status of... I, I, don't see, I don't see how it could be, but I, I suppose, you know, anything is possible. And if he was reconstituted, complete with, with Jimmy riding along inside there... Uh, every time, then, then I suppose it's possible. I, I don't know what happens when... Uh, when uh, Cass, I don't know what happens when Cass loses his uh, his uh, his uh, what is his uh, grace grace when he his loses grace. his grace. How is he his still angel battery possessing a body even though he has no angel angel energy? How is he possessing it if it's if Jimmy's well, still we in went there? Through Quit this asking so many questions with uh, Gadriel and Sam. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because Gadriel is like, I messed up. So is your brother. I'll help your brother stay alive if you let me recharge my angel battery. Because yeah. what little juice I have will keep him going since he's a pathetic human. Yeah. So if we use that logic going forward, then there must be some Jimmy left over. I, yeah, I think... But it- also... <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we don't know. I don't know. I think I think probably they're they're I think they're making a pretty clear point that he wants to revisit the uh, Jimmy and his family. So there's got to be Jimmy. Otherwise, why why bring it up? I suppose. 
People but liked it the first time, right? I, I don't know if he's... What? I don't know if he's uh, going to decide to do the same as Hannah. I suspect not. I think uh, I think people are too in love with... Uh, with um, Misha Collins. Misha. To uh, have him make that... Have the character Probably make that not, decision. Yeah. Or if he does make the decision that for some reason... They also has to end up back in him. have been spoiled on like who attends cons, so... Yeah, you but, but people attend cons all the time. There's people that are dead that yeah. attend cons. Well, well, not like human dead, but you know, actor uh, character dead. <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> character dead people. Attend. Yeah, ghosts are attending the cons all the time. You just can't see them unless you're sensitive mm. to that. Gosh. Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you sensitive? Come here. <laughs> Uh, well, Crowley... uh, did we talk about the the whole premise that um, a little bit <laughs> Dean almost hooks up with a gorgeous woman from a dating app, but she expects to be paid, and worse, the payment is his soul. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did say that. We, 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 we kind of did that. How did he not realize that? Like, what dating app is he on that it wasn't like explicit what's going to happen? I don't know. Men are dumb, bro. <laughs> Damn. I think I've they not, really are. I think that is so true. I've not really I, been I mean, on I a think... dating app, so I don't know if it's a, if if that's clear or not. And she's she said you she was being clear. You I've never on been on a dating, dating app. Site. Site. I, mean, I think site. Yes, but not. App. He lives such a transient life that the fact that he's getting a positive response somewhere, I don't think he's thinking about. How improbable it is. I mean, he looks like Dean. I don't think he's necessarily going to have trouble. Yeah, and I think that that was his thought. That he was like, whatever. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what signals she was laying out that were uh, were uh, you know looking for you to be you know uh, looking for a big spender or what, I don't know what 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 kind of uh, code constitutes I'm giving you all the signals that this is going to be a transactional relationship. Yeah, I think Sam was just like this is this can't be this can't be the real that you think it is. <laughs> um it was kind of, it's funny cuz this is almost more of like an angel episode. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> There's yeah. like some weird like city darkness underbelly kind of stuff going on here. Sure. It seems a little bit uh, different than what Supernatural usually does. Um, to have it be this, to have it be like this as the storyline. Um, uh, but apparently, there uh, apparently yeah. the uh, proprietors of this uh, organization are, are are working outside of their uh, their mandate because uh, when the word gets back to Crowley, he's like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Don't do that. You shouldn't yeah, be doing he's that." Like, He's like, he's like, we're evil. We're not tacky. <laughs> like, it isn't even about tacky. Like, human rights, maybe. <laughs> like, uh, don't be, don't be pimps, whether you're a demon or not. Yeah, this was a weird one, y'all. Yeah, but Ro- so Rowena, the uh, the witch, was able to kill the main, the main uh, proprietor of the. Uh, Raul's girls, Ra- Raul himself, she was able to you know, basically make him barf out black goo until he died. I don't know if that was like his demonness or all of his ness or what exactly, but it's bad brownies, bad, bad, bad brownies. Yep. And um, oh, a coal. Well, that's the other the other thread that's in this episode. Oh God! Yeah, so too Cole, bad we didn't actually forget about him. <laughs> so Cole's back. He's after doing his uh, his library research on demons. He's able to figure out how to trap one and yeah. torture it and mm. hunt down Dean. And um, boy, and, um, they yeah. sure did try to put a lot in. They put here. a lot in this episode. I thought I, I enjoyed how much they put in this episode. You enjoyed and it. I enjoyed it because it was uh, you know looking at a season thread to some extent. For me, that's a lot of stuff. This yeah, is a, I literally forgot about this Cole person and was just like, "What? What is happening?" Yeah, the, well, the Cole, the <laughs> Cole thing. The Cole thing was, I don't know. I mean, he came, he came back, and now it seems to be like, "What? Okay, that's it." 
Yeah. You know, I mean, what, what's what's left for what what happens next with Cole that keeps him in the story? Because he didn't seem to be set up as a two episode character. But that's yeah. what that's what Do we you got all so like far. Him? Yeah, I, I like him. him to come back. I think I he, literally don't care about him at all. I assume he's going to be a hunter from here on, but because no. he's got he's got the know how now. But but he's got that family to go back to well, too. It's like a poser. <laughs> for real. A poser. It's a poser hunter. So I'm hearing from Darcy that she doesn't want him to return. Not really. I see him coming back, and I don't know how. I, I don't see how they can have him come back. There's got to be some other motivating factor that brings him back into the story. I don't think he's just gonna be hunting, or but I don't know if he's necessarily going to be adversarial any longer. He might be some kind of ally, but I don't know why. It seems like Dean talked him into, "Hey, you've got a family, and we've got this worked out, so go away." But if that's the end yeah. of him, then I, if that's the end of him, it feels like a waste of, uh, of build-up. Why not just leave him be well, in the first episode? We shall see. Um, what's left? Uh, well, oh. What's left is, uh, the base. I mean, uh, if we want to go into the details of how Rowena gets away, but otherwise Rowena, she, does, yeah. she does get away because, because of the cold confrontation, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she doesn't get away entirely because she's trapped by the demons, captured by the demons, and taken away down to hell, where she eventually meets up with the king of hell, who she apparently knows of, because she's talking about him and taunting him and such, but uh, he he says nothing to her. Until finally, at the end of the episode, she says, Mother? Yup. Yeah. So, so much happening. Yeah, uh, you want to know what? There was so much happening. I think I missed that. You missed the oh, mother. Oh, you missed that he said mother. Totally missed it. Oh, well, it was you guys were talking about it. I'm like, moment. what are you talking? about? Yeah, it was the last thing that happened right before the credit. Huh? Well, they drew I it out. It. I missed it because there was too much else. It was just all these girls, girls, girls coming at me. I just couldn't believe. <laughs> Yeah, she's all chained up and she's kind of dissing him. She's like, you don't have anything to say? Cat got your tongue? Meow? He's like, mother? (laughs) So, So, um, that was the end of the episode. I don't know if we want to hit predictions now or we want to finish, cap off this episode first. I suppose Mm. we should cap off this episode first. Yeah, let's uh, finish it up. Who wins this thing? This this mess of of uh, arc arc moments and uh, and whatnot. Uh, I'm inclined to say Rowena more than anybody else. Yeah, I'm down with that. I think uh, Rowena probably <laughs> takes it. I can get behind that. I kind of liked her. I, I liked her too. She has great hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. All right. There we All go. Right. So Rowena wins. Yeah. Rowena the witch. Home, Rowena. And what did you say? All right. But, so then we have to rate. Mm. <laughs> this part's hard. I, li- I liked it. I liked it. Okay, I, well you go. I liked that they were, they were establishing some manner of seasonal arc. Uh, I know that they kind of had the... Uh, the mission statement back in uh, the the re- restating of a mission statement in in the fan fiction where they were like, well, you know, we got to be out there on the road. That's where we belong and all that stuff. So, but uh, this this is actually like forming some kind of uh, season arc as well. Uh, so I like that. I'm going to give it an uh, eight out of ten oh, wow. uh, puddles of pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Just to wow. follow my theme. Wow. <laughs> that um, is creative. I really hated it and I had trouble following what was going on. So I gave it a four out of Ooh. ten. Ooh. Surprise mommies. Surprise mommies. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I again yeah, it's, it was too much for me too, I bet. Um you know, I I really need them to simplify things for me on my. You know, I mean, this is my my TV that I watch that I don't want to have to pay attention to per se. You know, this is my <laughs> my fluff television, and and it was it was too much fluff. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't 
constitute at all. So they overfluffed it. They overfluffed it for me. So um, I'm going to give it a, a five out of ten uh, licorice uh, barf puddles. I don't know. I got nothing. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to say six out of 10 witches. I'm usually all about like the redirect to season arc and core mythology, but, uh, I agree that this one was spread a little bit thin. Uh, I was trying to do a lot. Uh, we are getting somewhere, so I will still give it a six. All right. Right. So that gives this one a 5.75, which is fair. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So before we hear what the assignment for next time is, we should ask, what do we think is happening next, coming yeah. up, going forward? Well, I think Witchy Poo's coming back. Well, yeah, Rowena is definitely coming back. I don't think she's uh, chained up in hell permanently at this point. I think that, that gets her get out of hell free card. With uh, being being the mother and all, uh, but, uh, unless he hates his mommy, well, I, in which case I'm not. I'm not know. assuming. I'm not assuming that they're, uh, they're instant allies. Obviously, the uh, the son, his son wasn't uh, a big fan of him. So, right. So familiar relations could be uh, strained again in this case. Uh, so yeah, I mean, do they team up or do they not team up or is it an uneasy alliance or some of some sort? Y'all, I don't remember what the arc of the season was. What was the main thing going on? Well, I mean, we're still very early in it. They te- they teased Rowena early in the season, uh, in either the first or second episode, where she was just sitting in a chair and had two people pinned to the ceiling right at the end of the episode. Yeah. Because uh, there was blood dripping. and she, I think she's, like, drinking a cup of tea or something. Something like that. Um... But, so we're like, who's that? Yeah, the thing. I mean, the the, the thing is, is they they haven't really initiated an arc yet. I mean, they they brought her back, okay. and they brought Cole back, and it looks like Cole's done, and it looks like she's going to continue. But there really isn't an arc so much because it was pretty much Dean becoming less demony, and then they uh, had a musical and decided that they needed to be out on the road more. Okay, all right. I think I'm caught up. <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah. Now, I mean, the 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 what they said in the uh, musical episode would seem to imply they're going to do a lot more being on the road, which could imply you know less arc episodes and more arc tidbits in standalone episodes. With some monsters, of- some monster, more monsters of the week, and and then you know a, a, a significant scene happening at the end or or in the middle that connects to an arc. Um, I, I, all of this is conjecture and not so much prediction, but, uh, well, asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Cass is definitely going to, I think, I think there's zero question that Cass is going to look up Jimmy's family. Uh, whether he allows Jimmy to, to come out and, and speak, I assume that happens too. But then for whatever reason, he's going to end up being, continuing to be Cass or doing some kind of, uh, you know, magical mystical thing that uh allows jimmy and his own body to continue on and have Cass in jimmy's form also because why not two two casses well one is Cass and one is jimmy and then Cass is complicated and Cass will team up with uh with whoever's now cast as hannah and yeah, you're right, Yvette. The show is never complicated. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry. I mean, what, what, I mean, what do you guys think? Is 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 Hannah was was Hannah like the, the that was basically the end of what we're ever going to see of Hannah because she decided I'm not going to be down here on Earth in this vessel anymore. I'm going to go back to heaven. And you know. I seriously forgot that that even happened. Angel until you smoke brought out. It up. Even though I watched this episode literally yesterday at like one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> so like it's hard to say i don't i've never cared about that character at all um i feel like we wrapped up so much angel stuff last season that i'm just like kind of over it you know like yeah this might have been let's, tying let's up, move on tying up the loose end except for yeah. whatever is going on with with Cass and jimmy yeah it's just like okay let's let's move on now we got it 
heaven's messed up. Yeah, we definitely got that message. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, all right. Uh, well, what, what do we move on to next? Yeah, what's the next? Uh, what's the next uh, assignment? The next assignment, I guess, we'll be calling binge C. <laughs> if that's how Paul feels about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Our next assignment. Our next assignment is going to be Binge C, which is going to be season 10, episodes 9, 10, and 11. Episode 9 is called... Oh, no, wait. I'm lying already. Ooh. I'm so sorry. It's episodes 8, 9, and 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, Girls, Girls, Girls is actually episode 7, seven. not episode yep. 8. Math. Um, eight, nine, and ten. Episode eight is called Hibbing Nine One One. Episode nine is called Things We Left Behind. And episode ten is called The Hunter Games. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, Hibbing Nine One One is obviously up the road from us here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, I think Hibbing has come into play before. Although I think it was really it was a lot. It was it was the Benders. Ew! Hibbing was the town in the Benders. So unless unless they're bringing that sheriff back too, I assume Hibbing nine one one is going to be something entirely different. Yeah, Um, we'll find out. But um, so there's Hibbing nine one one. Yeah. Then episode nine is the things we left behind. That's the Jimmy episode. (laughs) Sounds like a Jimmy episode to me. Sure. And then episode ten is called the Hunter Games. Uh, I mean, maybe if Cole is still involved and there's adversarial things going on between them, uh, that would be a Cole episode. Sure. <laughs> you're, you're good at this, Paul. We're yeah, just going to roll yeah. with what you say. Yvette, yeah. you have any thoughts? <laughs> I don't. That's <laughs> okay, because like, no. <laughs> I, I just like Paul's thoughts, so there. Okay. Sweet. Uh, well, so, so that's what we're going to do next. Uh, we'll, we'll be uh, scheduling that privately offline away from your ears, but uh, I assure you it'll be closer together than between now and this past Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, until, <laughs> until next time, unless anybody else has anything else to interject, I will say happy hunting. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. Thanks for staying with us, everybody. Yes, thanks for continuing to listen. You've been listening to Idgitcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash Idgitcast. We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to even as I speak is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgicast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com.
Is it snowing, Fox? No. Actually, I don't know. Flurries, maybe. Because Missy's got snow on her back. God, his eighth grade voice still kills me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He doesn't sound like like him anymore. Who is a grown-ass man? (laughs) I do sound like him. 